This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. She's got great chat. The hideaway is open tonight. I licked her tit or whatever. You know, quicksand is that the equivalent of it's made out of dicks, 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 dicks. Welcome to She's Got the Chat. I am Mara. And I am Ari. And we're in our last last week. week. This is crazy. I don't know. I feel like we get here every season and I'm like, how are we here? How did how did this happen? It feels a lot more that way to me the past two seasons since we've been recapping. Yeah. I don't know. It's like so much work when you're in it that you can't really see like out of it (laughs) yeah yeah and then you get to the end and you're like wait what just happened where I mean I know that I've been sharing about this journey all season long of Gabe watching his first season of right (laughs) well Violet his first full season and he keeps being like oh how many more episodes and I'm like I (laughs) I know but we're very close I promise (laughs) it does become it can really become a bit of a slog toward the end it can but can I just say I did not experience that with these three episodes. No, no, nor did I. I. It's been a great season. It's been a great season in general. Yeah, absolutely. But I think like these three episodes in particular, each one, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Together, yeah. chef's kiss. Yeah. These three episodes were really solid. So good. I agree. And I will be singing. Just a little fair warning. We will be... <laughs> Oh yeah, we're we'll very into the wit and tie collabting. Oh yeah, absolutely <laughs> <laughs> collabting. <laughs> Amazing. All right, well, a little bit of business up top. We've got a really awesome five star review recently that I'm going to read. This is from Mechanic. 
it says realistic and fun. I truly enjoy Ari and Mara and their honesty takes, but most of all, their realistic takes on how people of color are treated. You can feel how they enjoy doing the pod and have so much fun. And Gabe, I give you a whole crate of quail eggs. Quite a gentleman and a keeper. <laughs> I had Gabe read that this morning and he went, oh, mechanic, because it's like M-C-C. He's like, oh, my gosh, like this person is from Ireland, probably. And he got like so excited. <laughs> so Aww. Um, very cute. If you would like to leave another review going off about your your the amount of quail eggs you have for Gabe, I'm sure he would appreciate it. Always, always. <laughs> yeah, that was really nice. I liked reading that today, too. So it's always sweet. exciting. Yeah. So yeah. if you would like to leave us a five-star review, please do so. Please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts. I recently made my friend who has an Android give us a five-star review on Google Podcasts because I don't know oh. very many people who are on that platform. Wow. I never check it. I should check it. I've never checked any of them. <laughs> Mara will just tell me things sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I check it every so often. Google is easily the one that is not used as frequently. Right. But yeah, so please rate, review, subscribe. We are on Google Podcasts. We are wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, follow mm-hmm. us at She's Got the Chat on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Threads. And I'm going to share with you all three cities in which our last episode was downloaded. One time only. The first is West Valley City, Utah. Please share with a friend if you are our listener in West Valley City, Utah. Next is Lewis Ham, Lewis Ham. And finally, Paisley Renfrewshire. Cannot wait to see multiple downloads in all of those cities next week. Wow, that last one. (laughs) Yeah. I gave myself a bit of a challenge. You did. I like it. Yeah. (laughs) I think we should just get into it. I could not agree more. So without further ado, Mara, let's chat. Yay. It is Hulu episode 55. And fingers crossed, this is on Hulu by the time you're listening to this episode. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> we have a little bit of a <laughs> issue with that, but it seems that Hulu has fixed it. So again, fingers crossed that that continues. Anyway. Agreed. It's morning time and we get our BCGC. Sammy says, last night was a big night and Scott shares that he felt like the comments from the challenge have gotten to Abby. Abby is going to give Scott a chance to show that he's interested in her. Mm-hmm. And we now immediately get our families. So we see yeah. Zach and Molly's family sneak up onto the terrace and then pop up. And um, Zach and Molly are shocked and excited. And it is mm-hmm. Zach's mom, Kirsty, his mm-hmm. famous sister, Snoochie, mm-hmm. Molly's mom, Janet. Also famous. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, my God. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Isn't that wild? Oh, they're Nepo babies. Well, they're both Nepo babies. Oh, they're Zach- both Nepo babies. I guess Zach isn't. You're not really a Nepo baby if you're. Nepo sibling, yeah. Sibling is famous because, like, they probably got famous after you were a baby. Right. Whatever. Right. Interesting. <laughs> Didn't put that together. And yeah. Molly's dad, David. So the families come on in, everyone says hi, and Molly chats with her parents. They talk about the snog Mary Pie incident, and Molly says that Zach is nervous to meet her dad. 
Her parents think that it's going to work with Zach. Her dad says that he wants to go and chat with Zach first before they come together as a group. And Zach's mom and sister are now chatting with him. We see his mom say, let's talk about all this lip sync. <laughs> his mom is proud. They both sure that they like Molly. And he says that he's worried about meeting her parents. Yeah. And then the families come together to meet each other. But first, Molly's dad, David, pulls Zach to the side. And he tells Zach that he feels like Zach really hurt Molly with all of the snog Mary Pie stuff. Do you think it's a little bit weird that they're focused so much on that? Because I'm like, to me, what was more hurtful was that he, like, tried to move on so quickly when Molly was, like, dumped from the villa. Yeah, actually, that's fair. That would probably be more hurtful but i guess that's like not as immediately on the mind right for everyone and there, also it's connected because so. he tried to move on with katie who then he kissed and song mary pie right. yeah right right but yeah so zach says that he felt like he handled it wrong he feels really bad and then david asks him how zach would behave in a club setting and Zach says that he has found the one that he wants in Molly and that he wants to be on good terms with her family. And David says, well, we love you. And then they join the rest of the family members at the fire pit. And Molly's dad says that he can tell that Molly loves him. Everyone has like a little like, oh, coming. I know. And then Molly's dad says that he has a boy crush on Zach, <laughs> <laughs> which was really funny. But then the family say goodbye. Yeah. I have two notes about Molly and Zach's family before we move on. First, yeah. Gabe said that he felt like Molly's dad looked like Hugh Grant's nerdy little brother. Mm, I could see that. <laughs> and I then, see that. secondly, I just made a note. I, I felt like both Molly and Zach's families were so much more interesting and engaging than Molly and Zach. Yeah. Yeah. They still didn't spend a ton of time on them, though, which I was kind of surprised about. I know. I know. It like was his, very his sister... quickly wrapped up that tiny blip of drama between Zach and David. Yeah. But also, like, his sister Snoochie, like, said nothing, basically, that whole... Like, we saw nothing of her. Yeah. So... My yeah, hypothesis odd. about it is that they are used to being in situations with bigger personalities than themselves because of their mm. families like zach's mom was a star i thought yeah she was great yeah anyway she had a big personality we can move on yeah so next in is ella b's mom joanna and her best friend kaz and then mitch's mom debbie and his father martin and we see ella chat to her family her family says that she's been bombshelling they're really proud of her bombshell protocol Bombshell protocol. <laughs> her friend Cass says it's nice to see her and Mitch laughing and joking together. And then Ella says that Mitch has been trying really hard to graft her. And then we see Mitch talk with his family. And Mitch's dad says that initially he felt like Ella B was really full of herself, which is also how we felt. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but now they think that she's lovely. And then his dad asks Mitch about Abby. And then his mom says that she thinks Abby still likes Mitch. Yeah. <laughs> And she felt like Abby was playing both Mitch and Scott. <sighs> Hot take. Okay. Katie 
came out of Villa and did an interview that you, I believe, just recently posted on our Instagram, uh-huh. Uh-huh. where she was talking about Mitch and talking <clears throat> about how... I didn't post this part of it, but it was from the same interview, yeah. Okay. Well, she... There was a lot said, but one of the things she said is just something about how Mitch is a super fan of Love Island. He's studied every season, and he said to her that he wanted to be a memorable character. Right, right. And in this moment, I realized that that comes from Mitch's mother, and she is also a super fan of the show. Also yeah. wants to be a memorable character, and yeah. she was very intentional about thinking, what can I drop in the however long I don't think it actually is very long that they get to spend with them but what Mm -hmm. little tidbits can I drop to Mitch that might percolate fester turn into a thing that I had my hand in in the villa Mm -hmm. and I just I felt like this conversation with his parents was infuriating I was like this is why Mitch is the way he is yeah first of all the way his dad talked is just exactly like him I was like oh my god but his mom oh, yeah. talking about Abby and being like, well, she totally mugged you off first and was going for Scott. I was like, oh, you've never been held accountable for anything in your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, mm, I don't really think Abby did anything wrong. <laughs> yeah, it was wild to mm-hmm. see them just like totally back up his perspective on things. I feel like we yeah. often see families come in. They're like, oh, why would you do that? Right. I expected I a little bit of that from Mitch's family. I, yeah, they did not do that. They did they not. They were all on board for him. Yeah. The families now meet each other, and Mitch's mom says that seeing them together has shown them that they are good together. The families meet the other islanders now. So this is so interesting. When Zach and Molly's family families came first i was telling gabe like it's always so weird because like i always want to see them interact with the other islanders but like they really don't they really only interact with their child and their child's couple yeah and then immediately that went out the door and i feel like this is a little bit them trying to like mix it up they're like this is the season of major switch-ups nothing that crazy has happened but in these little details do you think that they always meet the other islanders and they usually just cut it out i do yeah yeah, okay. That's what I think too. Because it's not that it's not usually that important. But what happens in this scenario is important. I guess, but also like I would have loved to see Mitch meet Molly's parents, for example. Yeah, I know. That's true, actually. Yes. Like why didn't we get to see that? Mm-hmm. I mean, what happens in this situation is important because again, Mitch's mom makes a moment for herself. Right, right, right. What were you going to say? Or Abby? Did Mitch meet Abby's parents? I can't remember. I'm sure I wrote it down, but. I don't remember either. We'll discuss when we get there a little bit later on. I, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, not that we saw. Not that we saw. That's another meeting I would have liked to have seen. Yeah. So Mitch's mom thanks Whitney Mm -hmm. on behalf of everyone (laughs) yeah well it was thanking Whitney for keeping Mitch for saving him during beach club oh that's how I took it it was thank you for saving him to keep him on the show okay that makes sense I was just like 
Correct, ma'am. Thank you, Whitney, for all. <laughs> for existing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then she gives Abby a hug. She's like, I hope you're okay. I get it. I'm a girl, too. Abby, like, gets pretty emotional. I know. Starts I know. tearing up. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. It was interesting. Slick move by Mitch's mother. Absolutely. Next, we see Whitney and Lockin's family come in. So we get Whitney's mom, Olatoon, and her sister, Lizzie, along with Lockin's mom, Clominder, and dad, Simon. And yes. Lockin has one of these moments with his mom that, like, really touches my heart that happens on the yeah. show. He's like, look at my beautiful mom. Oh, I know. That I was really cute. Oh, God. I can't. <laughs> so sweet. I know. It was great. Whitney is chatting with her mom and sister, and her mom and sister say that Lockin seems calm and that he has good morals. Her mom really likes him. Her sister asks if they're closed off, and Whitney says no, and her mom says that they would make good babies together. Yeah. And then Lockin with his family. His parents are sharing that they really like Whitney and feel like he sees a future with her. Mm-hmm. His mom says that being in the villa is an unreal environment. True. Yeah. And they yeah. should see how it goes on the outside. She's a little too realistic for this show. Yeah. We've got some real we've got some realists in the family for sure. Yes. Which I feel like makes sense. Yeah. And then the families meet and we see Lizzie pull lock in. So this again is something that I feel like is a little bit different that we haven't seen a ton in the past with the conversation mm-hmm. between Molly's dad and Zach and now this. And mm-hmm. again, I'm left wondering like, is this something that always happens or and we just don't see it, or is it something that they're doing a little bit differently this year? Yeah, yeah. So it's interesting. Yeah. What did you think of this one? I liked it because Lizzie basically gets lock in to be like, yeah, you should make her you should you guys should be exclusive. Like she she gets him to say it and like commit to it basically, which I liked a lot. Yes. I don't mind the like family pulling aside and but it is like why the one-on-one convo, I guess just so it's not in front of everybody. It's like a little bit more private. But it's interesting. Yeah. I think that this was a really spectacular play by Whitney's yeah, sister. It, I agree. I think what she was seeing is Whitney is beloved. We all know that. Yes. However, is her relationship to the level of these other islanders to where, like, the public is going to stand that strongly behind her and lock in to win the show? Right. That is the weakness of Whitney right. at this moment. Right. And I For think sure. that Lizzie was like... I have an opportunity to like go in and push to solidify this mm-hmm. and get my sister into a better position moving forward for the rest of the season. And I definitely think she did it. I agree. I think she did it too. So I thought it was beautiful. Yeah. We now see Locken's mom telling Whitney that she reminds her of her and that she feels that she's strong. Whitney mm-hmm. says she's also stubborn. And his mom says you're vulnerable, but you don't want to show it. And that's a lot like me, but sometimes you have to show it. Mm-hmm. Whitney says, you're right, but Lockin brings it out of me. And then in our conversation with Lockin and Lizzie, we see Lockin saying that Whitney is amazing. She asks the next steps that they're going to take. And he says that he wants to be exclusive. And Lizzie says, well, you should do that. 
Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. She's like, okay, excellent, perfect. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> and then back to the bigger conversation between the families. Whitney says that she feels like Lachlan is super emotionally aware. And Lachlan shares that he is very serious about Whitney. Then the family members leave. And we see briefly a group of boys on the daybed. And Scott says that he and Abby are done today. Which was an interesting clip for them to throw in there. Bad play for Scott. Mm -hmm. Just don't ever say these things out loud. He should have learned from Mitch's mistakes. Agreed. (laughs) But next in is Scott's mom, Kim, sister Steph, and Abby's parents, Jill and Chris. So first we see Abby talk with her family. They say that they felt that she got on really well with Mitch. And her mom does say that she can tell Abby doesn't want anything to do with him anymore because he was mean to her. And then her dad says that they could still be friends on the outside. And Abby's like, no. And her mom is like, no, definitely not. And her mom says that she likes Scott. And Abby tells them how she's been really struggling with everything. And then her dad says that Scott is a slow burner. Also, I just want to say, I want to bet 20 bucks Mitch and Abby are dating in a month. (laughs) (laughs) Like, okay, literally. I... I think that's very interesting that you say that because as we've been watching these episodes Gabe and I have also had not like oh they're gonna get back together but we just have been having conversations about like they're kind of like really perfect for each other I know they are they're yeah like they're well suited they're very well suited yeah much more so than him and Ella B or him and or Abby and Scott like extreme extremely much more suited I know. I I'm, I think it's so obvious that Abby still has feelings for Mitch and Mitch still has feelings for Abby. I agree. Like they definitely still like each other. I agree. I also think that once they get out of the villa, they're going to get all of the public saying like, oh, you guys are so well suited. You guys should be together. And then it'll be less embarrassing for Abby to go back to him to go back to him. Yes honestly i might take that bet just because i feel like they both have too much pride to do that but ah okay I'll okay, take it. okay let's check in on it so it is <laughs> okay, sunday july 30th we will oh, chat <laughs> on august 30th 20 bucks you're on wow okay i did a <laughs> steep i did a steep bet for this one do you want to do five? Oh god five let's okay do five. <laughs> thank you perfect <laughs> Oh, my gosh. So then we see Scott's family uh, talk to Scott. They say that they're really proud of him. And his sister says that she can tell that him and Abby are getting more touchy-feely now. And Scott says that there's just something that's not there at the moment. And he feels like Abby is further along in her feelings than he is. Then his sister Steph says that this could be friends blossoming into something more, possibly. And then his mom says to not hold back. The families then meet and Abby's parents say that Scott has been really supportive of her and Scott's sister and mom say that Scott does have feelings for Abby. He's just a slow burner kind of giving her that like, hey, hang on. He's just this way. This is just who he is. It's not you. Yeah. I feel like something that we have kind of seen with Abby that will just become more and more intense over the next few episodes, like Mm -hmm. her own like anxiety and fear about scott not being into her is exactly what's pushing him away from her yep we'll talk more about that but yeah i'm like yeah. i don't really think scott is that slow of a burn like he was very into Catherine very early on 
Yeah. A lot of people have been making TikToks, like comparing, like showing how touchy feely he was with Catherine, like pretty much right off the bat. Yeah. It's just interesting because I'm like, dude, you guys are so close to the end. Like, why be playing this? Like, oh, look, we just have to slow it down. We just have to take a step back. Like, just like go for it or break it off and accept that you're going to leave. Yeah, exactly. Or go for it and suck it up for a few days. Yep. Because, like, what do you think you're going to get out of the way you're playing it? What right. is the purpose right. of that? Right. So weird. Nah. I know. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, obviously, like, he's not thinking of this, like, game strategy-wise. And I-, I was trying to, like, be empathetic in that, like, yeah, you don't want to, like, push it with a person. Like, this is a human being. Like, Abby's a person. She does have feelings. She clearly likes, like, legitimately likes Scott. And he clearly does not like her. So to, like, drag it on for the sake of just trying to stay on the show is a little uh, not considerate. But this is the game that we play. Yeah. (laughs) But also the way that they're, quote, unquote, dragging it on or that Scott is engaging in it in order to drag it on is never actually going to keep him on the show. 100%. I'm just like, what are you guys doing here? Yeah. He needs to be more all in, even if it's fake yeah i agree i just yeah it was so weird okay so next we have jess and sammy's family okay this is one of my favorites <laughs> <laughs> so we have jess's mom sarah and stepdad graham aka love island super fan <laughs> yes <laughs> and we have sammy's mom and dad emma and martin with Jess and her family, we see her telling them about how Sammy asked her to be his girlfriend. And Jess asks how the girls feel about Sammy. And her mom mm-hmm. is kind of like, um, not quite mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Sammy with his fam. His mom is saying that Jess is lovely. His dad is agreeing. And then the families meet. Sammy says that they have had ups and downs and Casa made him see things more clearly. Mm-hmm. I think this is something that he's repeated, just that he appreciated that Jess came back single. And right. again, still unable to acknowledge. And I cannot wait to see if this is something that Sammy will say on the outside and is just being edited uh, out of the show. I had to recouple. Yeah. Like we I know, still we haven't to, seen that acknowledged. We need to know. That's he, we need to know. He did have to. We saw it. It's crazy. I know. I know. Sammy's mom says that she feels like she already knows Jess, but she's so lovely. Sammy's dad says Sammy should not kiss any more girls. And I just, I would love to talk about Jess's stepdad for a moment. Okay. <laughs> okay. So first of all, when he's just chatting with Jess and her mom, Sarah, he's like making a lot of fun of Zach. Did you notice that? Uh-huh. He's like, yeah, broski. Um, uh. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 And then he made some other comments as well about like just the way that they all speak and just things where I'm like, you love this shit. Yeah, definitely. They're obsessed. And I would just like to say, Graham, if you're listening, <laughs> we would love to have you on. She's got the chat. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, he seemed like a good time. He was just like making fun of all of them and obviously like yeah. very into it and like talking yeah. about things that had happened on the show. And I, I just love stuff like that. That's what I want from I know, the parents. Are you too? Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Every parent should come in doing that. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. 
Yep. Last in, we see Ella's mom, Maggie, and sister, Monica, and Tyreek's mom, Jamie, and brother, Mackay. So we see Tyreek speaking with his family. They say that they're proud of him. This is a common familial praising. You've done so well. You've been yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So Tyreek's mother says that he's been on a roller coaster, and Tyreek says that he's never had feelings like this before. His mom then calls them a power couple, Mm. which was very interesting. Mm -hmm. And she says that Casa was really hard to watch. But once Ella was back, his mom knew that Ella had made a mistake and that Ella knew that she had. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Ella had known that she had made a mistake by bringing back Uzi. Yeah. And then his mom says that it is nice to see him care about someone else more than himself. (laughs) Savage. (laughs) (laughs) Only a mother could make that comment. Yeah. We then see Ella talk with her family and her mother says that everyone is rooting for her and that she's handled herself really well. Ella's sister says that she was there the night that Ella first met Tyreek out in London. They don't really sit with that for too long. It's just sort of mentioned. Mm -hmm. But then her mom says that she can see them getting married and having kids. And Ella says that she did have instant regret bringing back Uzi from Casa. And then the families meet and Tyreek's brother says that they are very lovey-dovey and Ella has changed him for the better. And Ella's mom says it's really nice. It's been nice to watch them both grow. Tyreek's mother says that Casa broke her heart. And then Ella's mom kind of backs up Ella a little bit. She's like, yeah, well, she needed to explore and she hadn't really had that opportunity. But her heart was always with Tyreek. And then the parents tell them both to make the most of their time and that they are meant to be. So that's a strong familial endorsement. Yes. Being meant to be. Absolutely. And just to recap, I mean, that and they're chatting about marriage Marriage and and kids. kids And I would say that every single one of these families, including Abby's and Scott's, all gave familial endorsements. Definitely. Definitely. So very well played by the families. Yeah. I feel like Mitch's family gave a, like in a good endorsement, but like not a super strong one for Ella. Because mm-hmm. they were like, we didn't really like her that much at first. Yeah, but we like her now. Yeah, right. That's true. I think we just maybe didn't see as much of it. But yeah, familial endorsements across the board by mm-hmm. this year of families here. You know what I was thinking about too is how wild it was. Because again, I was sharing with Gabe about how this has gone in the past. In, in past seasons do you remember the covid seasons where they i think it was one season where they just video chatted with the families yeah and then there was another season i believe it was season eight was it just last wait maybe it wasn't mm. i don't remember there was another one where they had the families come but they couldn't right. they had to stay six feet away that was season eight yes That's because it was Gemma. Right. I remember Gemma was on that season. Yeah. I remember specifically like Ek and Sue not being able to like hug her family for some reason. Yeah. 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 That was, yeah. That's crazy. So that was only a year ago. I know. I know. Things have yeah. changed. <laughs> did you see that Dammy and India just celebrated a year? Yes, I did. Was that like from when they made it official in the villa? I think so. Okay. I think so. It must have been because of timing wise. Right. Yeah. So yeah, that's wild that that was only a year ago. I know I, it's that the, we've had three seasons basically within a year. It's a lot. You know, <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, it's almost evening in the villa. Everyone's getting ready and 
Jess is talking to Ella. She's a little bit in her head because she knows that her friends don't like Sammy. Yeah. And I was a little bit confused because she said this in this moment, but then I feel like later when she talks about this to Sammy and stuff like that, she's more saying like my mom wasn't as accepting of you as I thought she would be. And Sammy's like, oh, I thought she really was nicer to me than I expected her to be. But it feels like something changed or like got lost in translation because it didn't seem like her mom had an issue with Sammy. It was more just what she said about Jess's friends. Maybe Jess didn't want to tell him that it was the friends. It was easier to say it was mom. Yeah. And mom was the bearer of that bad news. And so it kind of got put onto her. Mm -hmm. Could be. Spoil- Here's the thing, guys. Spoiler alert. We're Jess's friends. <laughs> <laughs> Jess is my bestie. Jess is our bestie. <laughs> so it is nighttime now and Locken makes the toast. And then immediately we see Locken and Whitney chat and he says he wants to make things exclusive. Congratulations, Lizzie. But But wait, then they do it again after the talent show. I know. On the terrace. I was really confused by that. I know we're jumping ahead here, but like I was really confused why he did that again. I was like, I thought you guys already had that exclusivity conversation. So my interpretation is that like in this conversation, they didn't actually agree to be exclusive. He was just saying like, this is where I see it going. Got it. And I think it's actually Mm -hmm. a pretty smart play because we've talked about like the steps and how you kind of have to like segment everything in order to have moments and build right i think that when you're at a little bit lower of a level in your relationship it's harder to do because you're Mm -hmm. not at the like okay today i'll tell you i love you and tomorrow i'll ask you to be my girlfriend so how can lock and do that the level that they're at and i think this is it the yeah hey i'm feeling really good after meeting your family and this is where i see us going and then tomorrow Mm -hmm. i'll tell you that i'm ready to be there (laughs) like it's kind of the same thing but just leveled (laughs) down do you agree with that definitely yes okay i feel like it was smart of him yeah it was it was it was a good play seeing both convos i was like wait a second okay got it that wasn't a real locked in exclusive thing locked in the first time on (laughs) locked in in. can i just say that i (laughs) i said that first yes you did but before fucking tyreek yeah you did (laughs) I've got proof. It's in our text. Okay, good. So, yeah, anyway, Lockin says that he feels like seeing his family with Whitney's family cemented those feelings for him. And Whitney shares that she feels the same. And then Mm -hmm. we see a chat between Molly and Zach on the terrace. And Molly feels reassured. She gives him a bracelet that she bought for him at the airport when she left. And she's like, I bought this for you because I was like thinking of you. I thought this was like weird. She's like, I want it to be a sign of reassurance and commitment. And I want you to like think of me when you look at it. He's like, I have no doubts. I want this to go well. Zach shares that he really likes her and he's not acted with anyone else the way that he has with her. And then they kiss. Yeah. Interesting play by Molly with the bracelet. Yeah. I didn't. It was a little cringy. I'm not going to lie. I thought so, too. I know it's ugly. Bracelet. It's a really ugly bracelet. It's like I bought yeah. this in the airport. It's like, oh, thanks. I know. I also think Molly, I bet she bought that bracelet on her way back into the villa. Mm. And not on the way conspiracy out. Conspiracy Island. Mm-hmm. Yes, Conspiracy Island. 
We're in it. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah, right? She knows the game. Yeah. She knows what she's doing. Well, we're moving into episode 57, and we see a conversation between Scott and Lockin. Scott says he feels a little bit differently after talking with his family, but he wants to slow things down with Abby. <laughs> As if they weren't slow enough. Mr. Slowburn. And Scott says he feels like Abby is taking everything to heart and feels that she is comparing their relationship to everybody else's, and that's not the pace that he wants to go at. He says that he's not going to force it or fake it, and then Lockin says he needs to just let Abby know that she is his priority. Tyreek and Ella then chat, and Ella says that he got full approval from her family. They joke a little bit about how their parents talked about marriage and kids and all of that stuff. They feel like their families got along really well, and Ella feels really assured, reassured by her family and has no doubts about their relationship. Then Scott and Abby have a chat. Scott says he feels like they're going at different paces, and he feels like he's been trying to meet her in the middle, but she hasn't really met him there in the middle yet either. And she says that she doesn't want him to pretend to be somebody else, but she will try to meet him in the middle somehow. Yeah. I, at this point, and even before then, was just, like, so over. Yeah. Over it with them. Over it. Over it. We now see Jess and Sammy chat, and Jess says that her mom has her guard up, and she didn't give Jess the reaction that she wanted, and she feels upset about it. Sammy says that he felt that her mom was actually very understanding of him. This is what I was saying before. And Jess sees that Sammy is proving himself and trying. I think Sammy handled that conversation super well. Yeah, he did. Definitely. Yeah. He's like, I actually maybe deserved more criticism from her. She was really nice to me. Yeah. That's a really good way of making Jess feel better. Definitely. Except that what he doesn't know is that it's actually her friends. friends. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) Uh, he'll find out eventually. He I mean, he's going to watch the show, I'm Very sure. Very soon. I'm sure that he'll right. find out. We'll probably see this in the reunion footage of them going and meeting each other's mm. families. I'm sure it will come up there. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Mitch and Abby now chat. Abby says her mom was glad that they didn't rekindle. So then Abby shares about the conversation she had with her family where her dad was like, are you guys going to be friends on the outside? And says, no, I wouldn't ever want to be friends with somebody who is so disrespectful of me. The way she was talking to Mitch about this, I was like, do you realize you're talking about to the person you're talking about? It was so weird. It felt like she was talking to like a girlfriend about it. And Mitch was just had to sit there and be like, yeah, I totally get it. (laughs) I know. I was like, this is kind of harsh. I know. Like I get that he was, not respectful and he 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 definitely fucked up but like it wasn't like he it wasn't like he was like having sex with her and having sex with other people it wasn't i don't know it wasn't that big of a deal i think that abby just doesn't really have a sense of like what is appropriate to say to someone and not which is exactly what makes her and mitch perfect for each other that is so true yes so mitch now chooses this moment to share with abby that he got the feedback from his mom that she still has feelings for him but he says it in this weird way of like my mom felt like there's still feelings there and she was like oh from you to me and he's like no from you to me (laughs) i was like why is this conversation even happening literally and then why does ella b join right i think mitch pulled abby because he wanted to tell abby that his mom thinks that she still likes him because Mitch still likes Abby. And Ella B comes over because she's jealous. Oh, yeah. 
Or the producers were like, Alibi, get over there. <laughs> Couch three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Mitch is like, it's difficult because you were the first one to mess up with Scott. Right. <laughs> And Abby says that she feels like she was sold a dream. And then Ella B comes over. Abby is like, it's the same conversation. <laughs> and it is. Yeah. Asks why he's opened it all up again. Mitch is like, I can't be arsed and walks off. <laughs> <laughs> can't wait for them to get married and have babies. It will be very functional <sighs> and healthy dynamic, surely. For sure. For sure. Mitch and Ella B now chat. Ella says, you're trying to be nice, but Abby's just taking it the wrong way. I really don't like the way that Ella is handling the situation. It's very, like, not. What's the opposite of girl's girl? Uh, pick Guy, me? Boy's girl? Boy's girl? I sure. It's very not empowering. Yes. For Abby. I agree. I agree with that. However, if we're going to live on this conspiracy island of Mitch is still very into Abby, Uh I understand why Ella would need to be kind of like pushing this other narrative Mm -hmm. for the sake of her and Mitch's time on the show. Yeah. Agree. Yeah. I think that she's really trying to back Mitch here. And she's sort of like explaining away what he's doing. Right. Well, she's just like criticizing everything that Abby is doing and like not looking at Mitch's actions at all. Yes. Which TBH is very (laughs) akin to Mitch's mother. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's true. (laughs) Good point. (laughs) Ella is then saying to Mitch that if she were in Abby's position and actually didn't care anymore, like Abby is saying she doesn't care anymore that she wouldn't be acting the way that Abby is acting. And she feels like Abby does still have feelings because she can't just be cool with Mitch. Which somewhat valid. I think it is somewhat valid. I mean, I do think that Abby still has feelings for Mitch. I don't know if that's necessarily why I think that, but I will say they've had a lot of conversations about not even just in regards to the situation, but just in general in the villa, like, on the outside you'd be blocked type thing i think that abby does say that about mitch at some point and it's like you kind of are forced to deal with it when you're living in a villa with limited numbers of people and one of them is this person who you tried to date and hurt you absolutely yeah and to be fair bombshella has not been in that situation before so she doesn't actually know how she would handle it true we now see Whitney and Ella chat. This is such a sweet conversation. Ella says that she's glad that they squashed their beef. They share that they see each other as sisters and they feel like they can laugh about this. Mm-hmm. Super lighthearted, loving, beautiful, loveless between them. Yeah. That was nice. That was a good moment. Absolutely. It's now morning in the villa and we see a BCGC. Sammy says that he needs to prove to Jess's mom that he's serious for Jess. (laughs) And Abby says that she's still really conflicted about Scott. She likes him, but her gut says that something is off. Whitney says that men are action people and you should never listen to a man's words. Mm. (laughs) It's not false. (laughs) I think it's true. But I think it's largely true. I agree. 
Whitney says that she thought Scott was going to cut it off yesterday because she heard that he was interested in doing that from the boys. And then Abby's like, "Ugh, it must be me. Something's wrong with me. She starts crying. It's a little, I hate it when she gets like this. Yeah. It's not cute. It's not cute. Mm -mm. It's just, it's like, I forget. How old is she? I don't know. I could check our notes. Uh, I just feel like she's acting like a 19-year-old. Like, this is how I acted in, like, college when I was, like, really immature with, like, relationships. Casa was week five, right? Yeah. Oh, she's 25. I'm surprised by that. Girl. Go to therapy, honey. Get your self-confidence up. Like. It's my wreck. This entire Abby and Scott thing that unfolds in these episodes so painful to watch it was very painful to watch there's a point later on where abby's like i just don't know what else i could have done and it's like there's a lot you could have not done (laughs) right right but also it's just like it doesn't matter but also this matters if you're trying to build a connection with someone the way Mm -hmm. to do that is to like chat with them about what the fuck ever not to be like i feel like you don't like me you don't want to hold my hand like you think that's every conversation Every conversation, you just want it to be about how you think they don't like you, and you think that that Mm -hmm. is gonna work to make them like you. Like, what are you? Right, what's happening here? Right, it's weird. I'm sure that there are other conversations that they're having that we're not seeing. To be fair to Abby, maybe, maybe because one of Abby's complaints is that Scott hangs out with the guys all the time. Yeah. So like, I don't. (laughs) Maybe not. I don't know if they're having other conversations. I mean, if that's the case, if the only conversations that they're actually having are the ones that were. Seeing. Seeing. And Abby is choosing to use all of that time <laughs> to tell Scott that she feels like he's not into her <laughs> and making her feel bad about herself. And she doesn't like the uh-huh. pace that he's moving. And she's all in. She wants him to hold her hand. She wants him to cuddle her. And she, blah, blah, blah. I really wish her self reflection, therapy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. meds, whatever you need, <laughs> sweet honey buns. Yes. Get it. She's a flight attendant. I just saw in the notes that I was looking at. Go join the Mile yeah. High Club if you haven't, like with a rando on your flight. Mm-hmm. Like, go live your life. Yeah. Realize your hot shit. And Scott can get the fuck over it. Like, he can yeah. move on. You don't need him. Exactly. But, like, the way you're handling Mitch this is right is there. Not I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Mitch yeah. is literally your soulmate. <laughs> Is one foot in front of your face, okay, Abby? <laughs> I'm so glad you feel this way. Like I said, I still don't think they're actually going to get back together. But like, I'm really glad that you have that same impression of like, oh, they're made for each other. <laughs> Ima- okay, imagine this. Imagine Abby is like, fuck Scott. I still like Mitch. And she goes to Mitch. She's like, Mitch, I still have feelings for you. Mitch would turn. At this point, you think? Yeah, he's an idiot. But do you think that <laughs> I, the last recoupling that we saw was the final recoupling, I think? Yeah, I guess that's a good point. It would be one of those – it would be a, like one of those things where she'd be like, I think we should be together. Let's leave right now and like run off into the sunset. Right, which would be setting them up for really, really good parasocial game because then people would turn to their social media to see – what happens next exactly yeah exactly. that would have been the move right i mean they both have got to know that they're not gonna win at this point yeah we'll talk about so that a little bit later i kind on. of <laughs> i know i just i just kind of feel like 
if you know that you're probably not going to get first place, you're not going to win the money, you might not even get second or third, then hail Mary that shit and do something crazy. Yeah. I agree. Anyway. Anyway. So then we see a conversation on the day beds with Tyreek, Ella, Lockin, and Whitney and Scott. And Scott says that he feels like things are moving really quickly with Abby. And Scott says that she wants to like spend a lot of time with him. And Ella says, if you know it's never going to be anything, like stop dragging it on. And Scott says, I just want to slow things down. Whitney is like, well, that's just not Abby. It's like not her vibe to be chill like that. And then Abby comes over to pull Scott. (laughs) So (laughs) then we see a conversation between Scott and Abby. And Scott says, what have you heard? Abby's like, hey, we need to talk. And he like knows something's coming. Like, poor thing is stuck having relationship conversations with Abby. Oh, I can't believe I just said poor thing about Scott. But (laughs) when he's not even in a relationship with her. In a relationship. (laughs) I know. I know. But Abby brings up that she heard that he was thinking about deading the relationship. And he says his head did a wobble. But he realized that there's an option of chilling things out. Wobble. Because there's something more. A wobble. I know. (laughs) Abby says she feels rejected and Scott says that if he wanted to end it, he would. And then Abby says that she can't connect with someone who doesn't want to kiss her or cuddle her. And then she ITMs that her guard is up. Oh, Lord have mercy. Yeah. So we now see a conversation between Tyreek and Sammy and they're discussing Scott and Abby Tyreek says that he feels like Scott would rather hang out with the guys and the couples than Abby, and they don't understand why he can't just make her a coffee. Sammy says that Scott is lying to Abby. And then back to Abby and Scott, she feels that it's dead it off. He's like, no, it's not. Abby is wary. Scott is like, we're trying. Yeesh. I truly fucking can't. (laughs) I know. And then... Ella gets a text, and tonight we will get something very magical. This is so much suspense. Oh, hey! You lot hate me. Nobody on this whole body. Locked in with a band. Locked, locked in. I'm locked in a band. Let me see your hands. Shapes and sizes, mine one five foot seven and stylish. Slim with the box, I like it. With the way that I'm living. Out here with my juice just chilling. <laughs> I'm already winning. Wit. Someone's giving. It's a bear, man. I such a bammer. Such a bammer. Many talent shows on this show. Yeah. Uh huh. This is I fucking iconic. I know. I know. Like Love Island history books. I loved every second of it. <laughs> I loved every second of it and every single time I've listened to it since, mm-hmm. which has been thousands. Yes. Same. <laughs> thousands. It's 
constantly stuck in my head. Yes. So anyway. It's such a good thank song. Thank God. Scott and Abby drama can wait, kind of. <laughs> but for now, let's get into the talent show. Woohoo! I love the talent show just in general. I love the talent show. These episodes, can you believe it? I know. The fucking They're families, good. the talent show, and then the grafties, which I can't the wait to discuss. I know, Basically, a new one. movie night 2.0. Yeah, exactly. I enjoyed it. Unbelievable. So it's nighttime and we see Whitney make the toast. I cannot wait to chat with you about what <laughs> happens first. Molly goes. <laughs> and I'm like, Molly's going first. What's right. she going to do? Our theater girl, are you going to do a dramatic reading? Are you going to do a dance? Are you going to sing? What is she going to do? She was like a hula hoop performance. And I have to say, I felt let down. Very let down. I obviously, you can read our notes. I said, Molly, you are a theater girl. You are Rachel Berry. Where is my triple threat? Truly. Where is my song and my dance and my acting? Why did she do that? I got none of that. I feel like she didn't want to show off, so she dulled it herself. How much do you think they get to decide what they do? I think they get to fully decide what they do. You think Abby chose to do that? Yeah. <laughs> you don't think so? I feel like there's a there has to be some encouragement at the least. Well, I know she I, – I remember she makes a comment about how she isn't able to – when they get the text She's that like, it's the talent talents. show. She's like, I don't have any talents. If there was a horse here, I could do that because remember, she's a horse girl. Yeah. And she like does like pony tricks and shit like that. But after she did the balloon thing, she ITMs at one point like, I haven't done that in years. I'm glad I could still do it. So like the balloon thing was a trick she had learned previously. Right. Um. So like, wait, she did knew she that. say that? Are you sure? Yeah. Or mm-hmm. did yeah, Lockin. Uh, I mean, well, Lockin, Lockin was like a professional frisbee thrower. I know, but, but then he says, "I haven't <laughs> thrown a frisbee in ten years." I'm glad I could. Yeah, do it. but no, Abby, Abby, ITMs at one point after the performance and was like, "I, ha- I was glad I could still do it. I hadn't done that in a really long time." Okay. So I think that she opted makeup differently. Holy shit. I can't wait to talk about her. (laughs) Okay. Lock in goes next. Molly do better. Lock in goes next. Molly do better. He will be throwing Frisbees at targets, including N L O C H A and N. Loved that. They did that for him. Yes. That was great. That was really great. He says 10 years ago, he did this for great Britain Mm -hmm. and I wonder if he was on some sort of like junior Olympic ultimate team. Uh huh. Because 10 years ago, he would have been 15, 16. Right. Yeah. He's very good. The crowd goes wild. Very fun. Yeah. Whitney and Tyreek obviously go next and they do this rap song, bad, clearly titled Bad Bitch. It's so good. It's so good. Every second of it, incredible. Also, Whitney's like ad libs, like, period. Uh-huh. Like, what is it? just 10 out of 10 performance? Something that I love about Love Island is like when we see stuff like this on the Bachelor, any sort of performances, we see so much of them like panicking and like planning it and like putting their costumes together and writing it and like getting help writing yeah. it. And like with Love Island, we don't see that at all. We just yeah. see like the text, the initial response, and then we see it happen. Yes. And I think it's a beautiful I- thing to just like go into it blind that way. I have spent a lot of time thinking about the amount of time they spent prior 
to this performance planning this me too exactly they clearly all know that talent show's coming up i'm like is it like the week before it happens are the producers like here's your off day and you guys can spend your off day prepping for the talent show but i wouldn't think so because i don't think of the off days they allow the male and female islanders to speak to each other so in that case true how would whitney and tyreek have done this i feel like this also might be one of the first times I can remember that we've seen a male-female collab. Yeah. No, uh, Shanice and Luke did a dance together. But they were They're coupled. coupled. Yeah. I don't know if we've – yeah, I think this is probably the first time we've seen a non-couple do something. Right. Male-female do something together. It was so good. It was so good. So good. How did they figure out they were going to do this? I need right. all the backstory. Yeah. Who wrote the lyrics? Right. It, will you be releasing a full version? Right. I mean, this has gone somewhat viral to some extent. Mm-hmm. I've yeah. seen a bunch of TikToks of people being like, not even watching the season of Love Island or like, I don't even watch Love Island, but this has been stuck in my head. Like, right. This is a, the, <laughs> right. This is a banger. They yeah. are going to see that when they get out of the villa. And if they're the smart players that we believe them to be, and or you are listening or, you know, mm-hmm. Lizzie or any of your family members are listening. Hello. We love you. Mm-hmm. Hello. Hello. Definitely record this. Yes. Immediately. Immediately. Yes. Upon exiting yeah. the villa. Yeah. I want to hear another verse at least, if not two more. Could not agree more. I want to know who made this beat, right? Like there's a beat in the background. There is. I wonder if they just gave it to them. I wonder if it was like a free beat. I, I've spent, like I said, I've spent a lot of time thinking about this. <laughs> I was like, maybe they found like a free beat online because people do that. Right. And then like, I was like, well, imagine being that person who made that beat that is now the background to Bad Bitch. Well, great. They get to collab with them on the single that they're going to release when they get out of the villa. The way that I'm living out here with my G's just chilling. I'm already winning. Wit. Tell them what's given. Giving Bad Bitch. Bad bitch, bad bitch. Oh my god, so good. I can't. It's great. All right. Well, Sammy is next up. I would like you to talk about that for the rest of the episode, actually, if you're okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else matters. We'll listen to it one more time at the end. Okay, go ahead, Sammy. <laughs> this is actually hilarious. I'm happy to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> he says he's a man of many talents. And he does a headstand into a headstand <laughs> split. He then does a little juggle and then he does a handstand and walks a little bit and then he jumps over his foot and like a jump rope kind of move. And all of the boys are like, wow, yeah, well, because Sammy is like beaming like he's right thrilled to be high like, energy <laughs> yeah. so proud like so happy he's like wait for this one he really <laughs> he did this very very well i loved it he did he did i agree it was great i would go so far as to say that this was one of my favorite moments one of my favorite sammy moments of the whole season i would agree with that it was very funny yeah okay good yay <laughs> Zach goes next, and I'm thrilled to be able to talk about this. He (laughs) is going to be showing off some basketball skills. 
Mm-hmm. And he like spins the ball on his finger. Mm-hmm. It's all right. He dribbles in between his legs. Mm-hmm. It was all right. And then he dunks. And I'm like, right. okay, here's the thing. Good for you, Zach. <laughs> the only thing that actually makes like making shots a skill is if uh-huh. you're being defended in any way. Right. Yes. I feel like he should have chosen somebody to defend him. Other oh yeah, yeah. I was gonna say unless you're on like the other end of the court. Yeah, sure. <laughs> if he was like throwing it from really far away and making baskets, I would have been very impressed. Yeah, yeah. I mean I guess whatever. Good job, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> I have a higher standard. I was like, he's now NBA player. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Gabe and I were both like, eh. <laughs> what, what did you think of this? It was fine. I was like, okay, this is this is fine. This is adequate. There was a cute moment where he asked for an audience member and Tyreek was like, me, me, pick me. And he picked somebody else. He picks Lockin. Yeah. And Gabe then was like, do you Lock- think that Tyreek he- is going to be like actually mad about that? <laughs> <laughs> I think he picked Lockin because of his height, actually. Um... He shouldn't need to, though, because he was just, like, throwing it for yeah. Zach to alley-oop it, right? Yeah. I think that's why he needed that. I mean, I do – whatever. I should just be yeah. appreciative that we're having a basketball love island overlap. Yeah. I do appreciate right. it. But, Zach, you should have had somebody defend you, and then I would have been more impressed. <laughs> Ella B goes next. Okay. <laughs> She says that she's going to show everyone a few moves from freestyle, freestyle disco, which she is a dance champion in. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know what to expect when she said freestyle, freestyle disco. What the fuck is freestyle disco is my question. Well, if we are to take her performance as the answer to that question, uh-huh. it is a lot of intense throwing of limbs yes primarily legs right in ways that seem like very dangerous for the body Uh uh-huh i was like she's gonna hurt herself same i was like really worried boomed onto the (laughs) fucking ground what is freestyle okay freestyle disco dance is an artistic dance style a modern varied and expressive dance style that is creative imaginative imaginative inventive and original yeah it takes its roots from coordinating accented body movements ah together with a number of basic steps yeah it was a lot of jumping into a split she was just like throwing, like throwing her body around. Is how. It wow, felt. that's what it is. Oh my God, Mara! <laughs> this is a freestyle disco. I can't wait. Competition. I'm sending it to you right now. Excellent. I am shook. I know. Wow. Okay. I I just have never seen dance like that before. I haven't really either. It was different. It's like very gymnastics-y feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Wait, watch the – did you get the TikTok I just sent you? I just got it, yeah. I'm curious for you to look at it because it is very much uh, what she yeah. did. Oh, yeah, it's very much what she did. Yeah. Wow. This is chaotic. 
It's really chaotic. That's a good word for it. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. So Abby goes <laughs> next. She is dressed like a clown and she makes balloon <laughs> animals. She makes Sammy a dog and then she makes a heart, but it's like just Not kind a of heart. too tied together and you have to like hold it into the heart formation. And then she's like, who should I give it to? And then she gives it to Sammy and Jess. I was uncomfortable. So uncomfortable. The makeup. The makeup. The awkward moment with the heart balloon. I was just like, this is the biggest full edit I've ever seen in my entire life. I... And she kind of did it but to herself. But is it a full edit? Yeah. Did she do it to herself or did they do it to her? I think it was her. It's just her. <sighs> God. It was rough. It was really bad. It was really hard to watch. No, like super bad. I know. Oh, I know. The makeup, the makeup was over the top. I mean, I'm sure she thought it was hilarious. It was hilarious. It made for excellent TV. So props to Abby for that. Oh, also, doesn't she say when she goes up there, she's like, I've been a clown in this villa already. It's like, I might as well put on the makeup. I think you're right. Yeah, I think she does say that. Yeah. Oh God, sweet thing. <laughs> Let her go home, please. No, I know. All right. Well, Jess and Ella are up next. They do a very Y2K dance. I thought this was like good, but I was also like, whatever. I thought they did pretty good though. I thought they were like good dancers. Yeah, they were very good dancers. Yeah. yeah. A lot of the same moves though were used in the original It's Given Sexy. Uh, uh, oh. It's Given Sexy. Okay, so you would like some more variation from them? A little more variation, yeah. That'd okay. be great. <laughs> Understood. Mitch is then next. Oh and god. He decides to do a roast. Okay, this is also another moment where I thought Mitch and Abby are meant Perfect. for each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He oh God. bombed completely. He completely bombed. So he makes a joke about lock-in bombs. And everyone's like, it's giving crickets. Like, <laughs> there was one where he made a joke about Tyreek. And Tyreek goes, uh-huh. <laughs> I know. And then and Mitch is Mitch like, is- that was fake laughter. And then he's like, I'm just trying to help. Tyreek's and like, what do you want me to do? They're literally like amplifying like the cricket <laughs> noises. It was so uncomfortable. Mara. I know. What? He made a decent joke about Sammy and Scott that got like a legitimate chuckle. Oh. And then he roasts Abby. I actually kind of forget what he said to her. Nobody laughed, but I did. I he thought the joke to Abby was funny. <laughs> something about like nobody knows what's going on with Abby. Like Abby doesn't even know what's going on with Abby. Oh yeah. I laughed at that. That was funny. But Abby <sighs> didn't like it. <laughs> well, I don't know. She seemed fine with it afterwards. She was like, I obviously did, hate yeah. Mitch, but I honestly agree with what he said about me. <laughs> he was right. Exactly. I know. <sighs> Question. Yes. How is he so unaware? Like did they not let him like run these jokes by anyone else or get any sort of support in like what is actually funny? Like why would, why, why? I mean, I'm sure the producers thought it would be funny if he did bomb. Yeah. And it was kind of, I mean, it was so Mitch. Very Mitch. Yeah. Do you think it's just still a part of his character? Like, do you think that this all could be intentional? Intentionally bombing? 
Like, do you think that the things that he does that we find so cringe are him continuing to build this character that he wanted to be in the villa? Is he cringe king? Is that his character? Maybe. Oh, my God. Okay, if he's going all in on cringe, it's working. It really is. Maybe this is. Maybe this is all just a piece of his character. I don't know. I don't know I hated either. this. I, I don't really buy that he's that funny. Like, 90% of the stuff that I laugh at him doing is, is like, because he's an idiot. Yeah, no, he's not. Well, remember when yeah. he was talking to, I think it was Mal, and she was like, oh, I'm just, like, so jokey, and I'm, like, everything I say is a joke, and he's like, same, I'm always joking around, and I was like, I've never heard you make a joke or try to be funny in your entire life. You are the most literal person I have ever seen on the show. <laughs> That's so funny. I don't know, Mara. This made me so uncomfortable. I honestly, like, it was, it was so Mitch, and it just was kind of, like, yeah. how Mitch makes me uncomfortable in general, so I guess it was fine but i was like dude how how was it so bad how could you not have done better how could you not have gotten some insight or like advice or support because also like a good roast is great yeah for sure i would have like been happy for him if he had not if he had like done well but it was like i had not seen someone bomb that badly before during talent night exactly and it's like also if you actually do well and make jokes that are funny and people laugh at they'll have a harder time being actually mad at you for it. Right. Exactly. I agree. Whereas this, he was basically just standing up there and it was less of a roast and more of him just like dragging people. Yeah. For his like actual thoughts on them. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, well. I can't. I know. Scott is last. He chooses to sing. I had no idea what the song was. I had to Google it. It is Read All About It by Emily Sande. Yeah. Scott was not good. No. I would not want him on my karaoke team. Would you prefer to have Scott or Tom? Tom. Tom had better energy. He did have good energy, but he also was tone deaf. Definitely. <laughs> this I was kind of surprised Scott chose this song. Because I it's was like, too. This is a difficult song to sing. Why would you pick such a hard song if you're also bad at singing? Well, I totally agree. Like, I when I listened to the original, I was like, whoa, why would you even try? Right. Actually, what I had happen is that I realized when I actually listened to the song, I was like, oh, I have heard the song before. Right. Oh, really? But I did not recognize it from Scott's ver- from Scott's version. Got it. It's a very hard song to sing. Yeah, I wouldn't even want to try that one. But they That's all tough. seemed very. Oh yeah, British. Okay, I was gonna say they all knew the song. Is she British? She is. Yeah. So that is the end of our talent show night. Scott is the end is the closer with the song. And with that, we move into episode 58. We open it up with a chat between Molly and Abby. And Abby says that people are wanting to know why she didn't give the balloon heart to Scott. So great. More of this. Right. Zach, Mitch, and Sammy chat. And Mitch says that he was surprised to have gotten more shocked faces than laughs. Aye, aye, aye. I can't. I know. Again, I like fully revoke what I said about him having any self-awareness. <laughs> Scott and Abby now chat. Abby says that she agreed with Mitch about nobody knowing what is going on between them. And Scott says that he doesn't take the rest to heart. He agrees that they don't really know what's going on. And Abby says that she feels annoyed at Mitch for trying to be a good guy who didn't do anything wrong. Scott and Whitney chat. And Whitney asks if he's actually feeling Abby. 
Scott says that he doesn't feel like they're on the same page. And Whitney brings up his parents coming in and talking about how, you know, going slow is good and that they saw something between them. And Scott does eventually admit that his parents seeing something with them has gotten him to hang on to whatever is going on with Abby. Mm -hmm. Kind of pushed him to be like, oh, maybe I should try to see if there's something there. Yeah. Whitney's like, okay, but do you actually like Abby? And he's like, there is a spark there. And then Whitney says, Abby is sat there waiting for him while the other guys are grabbing their girls. Then on the daybeds, Abby says that her conversations with Scott are like a groundhog day. It's the same conversation over and over. And Ella says to trust her gut and don't wait around for him. Whitney and Lachlan are then on the terrace. And Lachlan says he knows how serious he is about Whitney and he knows how much he likes her. And he sees her being his girlfriend on the outside. He then asks her if she wants to be exclusive. She agrees. They have a kiss. And they say that they really like who they are as a couple. Yeah. They say, I think Whitney's like, we're so good because, like, you just let me be me. I let you be you. And then we're just us. Right. It's nice. (laughs) And they're both like, we love us. I know. (laughs) I love love us. I love us too. Yeah. <laughs> it's morning in the villa and Ella B and Mitch uh, – well, Mitch is giving Ella B a massage. It was an interesting way to start the that morning. I period. have to say this was a really, really funny <laughs> moment. Gabe was dying laughing. He was like, she's being you right now. Because she's like, <laughs> like oh, my left arm is really sore right now. <laughs> That's very funny. All right. Well, Scott and Abby then have a conversation. Scott says he's tired of people putting in their opinions about him and her. And Abby mentions that Ella B asked her if she thought that Scott was playing a game. Abby told her no, but mentions that if they were on the outside, she would have walked away from Scott. Abby then says that she's not going to make him be there. And Scott says, I I haven't really had the time to be there. And then he says, she's not had someone be this honest with her about like where they were at with their feelings. Mm -hmm. Which is like pretty shitty. It's a way of him just downplaying her feelings to be like, this is normal. You just haven't had somebody be honest with you before. And it's like, yeah. no, this is not normal. And everyone knows you're not into her. And you're just trying to not tell her that you're not into her. But even she knows you're not into her. Yeah. We now see a conversation between Whitney, Ella, and Mitch. Ella asks, how is it being exclusive? And Whitney's like, it's the same. Mitch says that he overheard Abby say, yeah, we'll take it one pace at a time. Mitch, butt out. Mm-hmm. He's like, They should grow balls and realize they're not compatible. Why, Mitch? Because she's more compatible with you? Yes. (laughs) Whitney says Abby wants something she can't have. And then Ella B gets a text. Tonight there will be an award ceremony, the Grafties. And these winners, the winners of the Grafty Awards have been chosen by the public. And they did this on their Instagram. I voted. Me too. I got to vote. I was so excited. I was like, oh, my God. I was surprised they didn't do it in the app. Yeah, do more of this, please, ITV. Yeah, more of this, please. Definitely. It is nighttime now, and we see the Grafties. So there are going to be six award categories, all with nominees and clips for each. And then when the winner is announced, they get up, they get their award, and give an acceptance speech. So the nominees for Flirtiest Performance are Abby. We see her flirting with Scott, saying that she likes to be grafted. And then we finally see her in the pool with Mitch, telling him that Scott had told her to not take Mitch's advice. 
Our next is Ella B. She is flirting with Tyreek. He's immediately defensive of this. And Originella says that she could see how Bombshella took what he said the wrong way. This is the infamous Shamo's last kiss moment. Mm-hmm. And then finally, our last nominee is Scott. And it is him pulling Abby once Mitch is out of the villa on his date to do a workout with her. And the winner is Ellaby. <laughs> she gets up and she's like, yeah, I do deserve this award. <laughs> <laughs> she says that she laid it on thick, even though it wasn't successful, which I loved. But I also just want to point out that she has had this narrative around her relationship with Mitch that like he's who she's wanted since she came in the villa. Yeah. And it's like, well, we all know that's not true. Right. Right. The next award is for its giving plot twist. The first nominee is Jess. We see her on the date with Josh saying that Sammy is the problem and her eyes might be looking elsewhere. Our second nominee is Mitchell. And we see the conversation between him, Katie, and Uzi where Katie is like, you know, Abby is going to tell Ella B that you said you wanted her that wanted Abby. And we see Mitch saying that he wants to be in bed with Ella. And then Ella B says that he had redeemed himself basically with that moment. Abby then goes, but what came after that? And he was like clarity. And she's like, which clarity? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. I was annoyed in this moment that they didn't show more of him Mm -hmm. flip flopping, but I feel like they did a little bit later in another clip for another award. Right. But I think the way that they did this, it was clearly meant to like leave some questions of like, not everything is fully wrapped up in the bow with these clips. Definitely, yes. Our last nominee is Zach, and we see Molly and Zach at the beach club talking out their issues, and then we see them talking to Scott and Abby. Zach is saying that his gut is telling him something isn't sitting right, and then the Islanders ask him, like, what was your gut telling you? What was your gut telling you? And he's like, we've had this chat. The guys tell Molly that they know Zach is into her. The Islanders then keep pushing Zach to say what was his gut was saying, and Whitney asks, like, was it Katie? Was your gut the Katie thing? And he says, well, this was after the VIP party, so it couldn't have been about Katie. Just true. I, I I, do remember when Zach said that, and I remember being like, what? And then it just sort of – I think it was just kind of like I don't feel good about this situation with Molly. Like my gut is saying that like – It was just like something is off. Anxiety. It was yeah. nothing more specific than that. Yeah, that's yes. what I remember too. Yeah. But our winner is Mitchell. He is, accepts the award and he says, being messy Mitch isn't just a job. It's being me. How, okay, how much do you think he loves that he has been branded as Messy Mitch? Loves it. He loves it. Now that I know this thing about him wanting to be a character, I'm like, oh my god, this is like you're doing it. Honestly, yeah, I'm good for you. He is. Yeah, but also never come back on my show. I don't want you to see you on All Stars. I will be happy <laughs> if this is the last I see of you. But like, I guess you accomplished what you wanted to. True. Mitch is also very happy to be walking back to his table and setting down the second award since him and Ella won the first two. Yeah. And our next award is Most Snaky Sitch. So our first nominee is Abby. We see her saying that she feels mugged off by Mitch and then her saying that Mitch and Ella aren't genuine and Originella is agreeing with her. We see Jess saying that Zach grabbing Katie was flirty and that Zach is the problem. The guys ask why Zach is the problem and she's like, he's just had a lot of different couples and Zach says, once I had the chance to get Molly back, I did. Which I think is valid. Molly handles this entire thing super well, I will say. It's kind of very in line with her play style, which is like anti-drama. Yeah. 
like all in on my couple overall else like silence basically yeah but it definitely felt like they were trying to drive a wedge between molly and zach during this Mm -hmm. during the grafties and i don't think that molly allowed that to happen i agree which is good yeah finally our last nominee is Lockin. he is telling whitney about mitch saying that he had the ick and he says that he stands by that Lockin says had you handled things differently you might still be with Mitch. Ayo. And obviously, what is unspoken is, and that would be best for both of right. you because you are soulmates. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> and the winner is Abby. She kind of tries to defend what she said. Tyreek says Lockin was pillow talking too hard with his girl and is basically saying, like, bro code, you shouldn't have told Whitney what Mitch said. Mm-hmm. This didn't really feel like Tyreek's torch to carry but he chose yeah. to yeah mitch says he can see it from both sides and then Lockin is like tyreek you're piping up for no reason and like if mitch isn't upset you shouldn't be upset mm-hmm. tyreek says big man let's not do that this whole there is so much tension mm-hmm. between whitney and Lockin and tyreek and ella Mm-hmm. all parts of that lock in the least but here he is kind of being involved in it but like yep. all of the different p- possible ways that tension could present between them it's happening because they know that one of them is gonna win yes and i think that tyreek getting upset with Lockin was a huge error mm-hmm. i think he shot himself in the foot and i think he ruined his chances at winning right here mm, you think yeah interesting mm-hmm Okay, we'll see. We'll see. So they kind of argue back and forth now, and then Whitney gets involved, and Tyreek tells Whitney to shush. They argue more. This is a note I had. The way that Tyreek looked at Ella was like the way Winston, my dog, looks at me after he knows that he did something wrong. Like, yeah, like we'll be on a walk. He has a tendency to like bark at a lot of like trucks and buses and like lunging at people and shit like that. It's so annoying. Anyway, but he'll like bark at a truck. He'll be like, and then he'll look up at me like, like, uh-oh, I know what I just did was wrong, but I did it. We did, right? <laughs> it was, it's like, the way, yeah, the way that Ty looked at Ella was just like, uh-oh. Oh, that's interesting, because when we watched this game, it was like, Tyreek is like smiling about that. And I was yes. like, I kind of think that's just his face. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, oh, no, I, I messed up. I think Gabe interpreted it more as like, he was proud of himself, but I saw uh, how you did. Yeah, yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> Our next award is for the WTF moment. I didn't understand this category at all. I did not either. Okay, great. Uh, I'm glad we're... I thought in general, like, the categories and the clips they chose were kind of confusing. I agree. But our first nominee... Yeah, our first nominee is Sammy, and it's Sammy blowing off Josh after the recoupling. I was like, why is this a WTF moment? That wasn't that big of a deal. Because they were also trying to make Sammy drive look a, like a wedge between Sammy and Jess during this yeah. movie night thing. I don't know. That seems genuinely like the only reason. Yeah. Then our next nominee is Jess. And we see the girls chat where Ella asks if Jess got, Jess got to know Josh just to make Sammy jealous. And Jess says, yeah. And then Sammy says, thank you to the girls for basically backing him. And then our last nominee is Molly, and we see her talking to Whitney and Katie after the Stock Mary Pie incident, and Molly asking Katie if Zach is giving her eyes. And 
the winner was Molly. Molly says she didn't expect to be in that situation or feel those feelings. I was just like, I don't understand. Yeah, that one was so weird. She was like, I guess that that was a WTF moment because I didn't. She like tried to make it make sense. Yeah. So thank you, Molly, for that. But it didn't make sense. Yeah. It's weird. Our next category is best head to head. We see Whitney first and she is pieing Zach. Zach then tells her to shut up. Mitch says that that pie didn't make sense. And Zach is like, I still didn't get the comment. And what she had said was that she she pied Zach and was like, I like how you treat Molly, but sometimes I think it might just be the easiest option. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was so funny that Mitch was like, it doesn't make sense. That pie didn't make sense because I was like, well, yeah, because Mitch doesn't see Molly as the easiest option. He sees Molly as the best prize in the villa. Yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, whatever. I don't think that was a, a great nominee for this category agree so originella is now nominated for the confrontation between originella and bombshella that they had in the bedroom about the battle of the ellas and originella not appreciating how bombshella came in and handled things with tyreek mm-hmm. mitch says that she seemed jealous mm-hmm. and then finally mitch we see abby saying mitch said he doesn't think that him and Ella would work on the outside and then we get into kind of an argument with this and then we also get the argument following the roll the tapes comment and just a lot of arguing back and forth but whatever so the winner of this category is Originella she during her speech says that she deserved it and she thinks that there were mixed messages and she had to straighten it out and bombshella says we saw the clip earlier and you could see where i was coming from with right. kind of her interpretation of what tyreek had said to her which i will say i know that i stood up for tyreek um i feel like they have a point now that all the girls have seen it mm-hmm. of like he could have said well that was the last kiss he definitely could have said that and it would have been more clear yeah for sure yeah, I agree. The last category is bad moves. We have our first nominee is Zach, and we see the pre-Snog Mary Pie comment of that Molly made of, you're not snogging anyone. And then we see Katie kissing him and Zach laughing. And Zach says to Molly that it was a nervous giggle, but he acknowledges that it looked really bad. He's also kind of like giggling in that moment. And I'm like, yeah. okay, I think it is just like nervous. Nervous. Yeah, for sure. Tyreek is our next nominee, and we see him egging on Ella B to pull Mitch from Abby. That was also a bad contender for this, in my opinion. I agree. And our last nominee is Mitchell. We see him saying that no one compares to Abby and saying it feels forced with Ella and that he doesn't have the urge to kiss Ella. (laughs) Mitchell then asks all the Islanders to leave him alone. And everyone asks how Ella feels. And she says that Abby told me that he said that it's not nice to hear, but we're in a much better place now. And then the winner is Mitchell. He gets up and he apologizes to Abby and Ella. He says he's a better man now than he was last week, I guess. He then asks if anyone wants to add anything. There's some silence. He goes, well, that's what I thought. Ella B then tells him to sit down. And then Scott says to tell him, tells him to sit down. Mitch says, bro, shut up. And Scott says that he sounds like a knobhead. And Mitch <sighs> says, I'm just being honest. And Scott and Scott isn't being honest. And he says, okay, let's one, two, three, four, five of us, the couples, get back to our real relationships. And then Scott and Mitch go back and forth. I love, I just have to say, I love Mitchell being like, 
I'm on the level with LB of like who are gonna yeah. be the four final couples. Right. <laughs> exactly, I know. And separating Scott and Abby yeah. out as like the odd one out. It's like very oh God, delusional. Yeah. The audacity. Yeah. <laughs> so they're going back and forth, and Mitch mentions that Scott said something about forcing it with Abby. Scott does admit to saying that, and Abby gets upset. Mitch says it's a red flag that he wants to take things slower. I do agree. Mm-hmm. And that is where our episode ends, and we are alerted that the public will be voting for their most compatible couple. Bye-bye, yeah. Scott and Abby. Gotta be, right? Gotta be, for sure. Yeah. For sure. So any thoughts or anything before we get into our awards? This is a jam-packed three apps. It really was. This was a lot of content to cover. Um, I don't have any major thoughts right now okay so mara yes this week how many of your eggs were in which islanders baskets okay i gave four eggs to whitney i mixed it up Mm -hmm. this week i gave four eggs to whitney i gave two eggs to tyreek because i gotta give him some credit for that song even though Mm -hmm. i hated how he acted during the grafties Mm -hmm. um i'm giving two eggs to lock in because of his frisbee skills Mm -hmm. two eggs for jess because i thought that she was pretty funny in these episodes I gave one egg to Molly. I support her, but I'm also upset that she didn't do more. And mm-hmm. one egg to Mitch's mother. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. What about you? So I also I have two eggs for Whitney and Lockin for their performance. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really should have given them all 12 eggs because I do think that of anything that happened this season, that will be the iconic moment that sure. persists. So thank you for giving us that. Excellent. I have two eggs for Lizzie, Whitney's sister. Love it. <laughs> nice. Two eggs for Graham, Jess's stepdad, for Excellent. being a super fan. Mm-hmm. One egg for Abby because, oh, poor sweet thing. I know. Use this egg and go pay with a therapy session with it. Yeah. Pay for a therapy session with it. Two for Jess and Sammy because I feel like there was a lot thrown at them this week with Jess's mom, friends, not feeling great about Sammy and everything that happened during the grafties. And I feel like they're very much at a point where they're not going to let that shit get to them. As, yeah. I mean, they're going to let it get under their skin a little bit because they're Jess and Sammy. But I just feel like they've grown as a couple and I'm really proud of their capacity to kind of let things roll off of their chest at this point or roll off of their back at this point because otherwise it, they would be exhausting to watch yeah i agree i have two eggs for molly this week i think that like you said she did such a good job with the the whole situation the how she handled things with zach those are my eggs for molly i love it and then i have my last egg is for Tariq and ella nice just for being a consistently good couple great who was your most toxic Islander? My most toxic Islander this week was Scott for mm. pretending like there was a chance that he would, quote, get there with that. Ah, that's a good that's a good answer. That's a good answer. Who was your most toxic Islander this week? There were a lot of contenders. A lot of contenders. I gave it to Mitch because I felt like he was starting shit good. for kind of no reason. Good, good, good. As but Tyreek also started shit for no reason. So yes. he, he was a close second for me. Absolutely. What was your most shocking moment of these episodes? <laughs> I said Scott calling Mitch a knobhead. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but I guess there's some I mean, how incredible Whitney and Tyreek were. Yeah. In their performance was kind of shocking. Not really, I don't know. I didn't expect all that from Tyreek. 
I think. I was I was surprised that Scott called Mitch a knobhead that he like started actually going at Mitch because he hadn't really like gone back and forth with yeah. him too much prior. What was your most shocking moment? My most shocking moment was the freestyle disco. Love it. Good choice. <laughs> it was pretty was shocking. The sheer velocity at which <laughs> Bombshella threw her limbs around. Yeah. Yeah. Without injuring her body. Yeah, a lot of velocity. A yes. lot of velocity. <laughs> what are your finalist predictions? We're getting, we're almost here. I know. Okay, so I think that it will be, I saw a lot this week. It's actually interesting. A lot of comments on social media of people really backing Jess and Sammy. Oh. A lot more than I expected them to. Interesting. So I really, I just have to be very clear that when I go through this, this is not what I want to have happen, but this is what I could see playing out at this point. Okay. Okay. Is in fourth place, Molly and Zach. Okay. In third place, I could see Whitney and Locken. Second, Sammy and Jess. And first, Tyreek and Ella. Wow. I would not be surprised if that's how it played out. Wow. What about you? My winners are Whitney and Lockin with Ty and Ellen second, Jess, Sammy third, Zach, Molly fourth. Okay. I'm locking Well, that in. I guess you're just going to have to keep tuning in to find out. Hey. Hey. You lot hate me. Yes. With a man locked in, with locking a man. <laughs> did you see somebody called her Witch the Stallion? <laughs> yes, I did. And uh, Tyga Ty, Ty, or something, they did like a Tyga oh, thing for Tyreek. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Shapes and sizes. My one's five foot seven and stylish. Oh my God, I can't believe I didn't bring this up until right now. Mara, <laughs> how tall are you? I'm five foot seven. <laughs> five foot seven and stylish. I have never been more devastated in my life to be five four. It's cool to be. I feel like five foot seven never gets a shout out. It's yeah, pretty average, a slightly above average height for a woman. Um, actually, it's three inches above average height for a woman in in the states. I said slightly above average. Three inches is a lot. <laughs> okay, fine, 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 fine. What's, so the average is what five four the average height and weight of a woman in the united states of america is five four one forty wow interesting i actually i'm not confident about that okay i was right though well okay. no it is it's 170 okay that makes but sense. but it is five four uh-huh okay that makes sense to me uh, okay wow i just have to be really clear five four is not short it's average <laughs> uh-huh <laughs> You tall freak. <laughs> Just kidding. You're I know, beautiful. I know. Like, oh. I was like really shocked to hear that she was 5'7 because I'm like, she's a model. How is she able to model at 5'7? Usually models are at least 5'9. Good point. Yeah, I don't but know. Tyreek is not super tall, I don't no, think. No, I don't think so. He's probably six feet is my guess. Remember when we found out that Casey was 6'2? Yeah. Yeah, we have a shorter group of guys this year for sure. I think so. Maybe. Or, or they're all tall as not. shit. I know that Sammy is tall as shit. Is he? Yeah, a lot of people, were, uh, so, I forget who it was. Someone, one of the Islanders was interviewed on a podcast and they were like, 
said something about Sammy actually being like really, really tall. And then I, I actually noticed it. I was like, oh, shit, he is really tall. So I think like Zach is the tallest. I think he's like fucking 6'6 six, six or 6'7 six, or some shit like that. No, I thought he was 6'5. Is he 6'5? Okay. There's no way he's 6'7. I think Sammy is like 6'4. Okay, I meant to say this before, but like that is the entire reason that the dunks are not impressive. Yeah, he's tall. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, like it would be concerning if you couldn't do that at yeah. 5 or six, six five, five six seven whatever yeah um, okay anyway let's take you out on this thank you so much we'll chat with you on thursday see you then i'm already winning with tell them what is given bad bitch bad bitch Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 